It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is, is the Go Birds Podcast. Podcast presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, the undefeated mm. Go Birds podcast. the The Eagles are so good that they just like handle business in a way that we have not seen a Philadelphia team do in quite some time. Like we're watching the Phillies right now go on this magical run, and it's been magical, and there's been moments and all that, and they are ten and three in the playoffs. But like it's tense, it's tight, it's taken years off my life. The Eagles are like. Hey, man, here's a win. Relax, dude. Take it easy. We'll handle business. We're so much better than everyone else we play. Elliot Shore Parks. I don't even know how to talk about it. It's just like, boom, done. Go, Birds. Uh, He's Elliot. I'm James. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys Um, later. So there was a really good quote. Can't yell too much. Real quick, I want to apologize to everyone. If you don't listen to IOPS, Listen, I hope. Yeah, you Phillies should be doing that, yeah. But yes, I've done a lot of yo's this run. You have. My voice is like a daily grind in and of itself. Actually, right now, this is about as good as it's been in two yeah, weeks. So I just good. can't yell too much. The floor um, is yours, sir. So Jason Kelsey had a really good quote this week. He was on with Angelo. Uh, noted he, Phillies fan. Is that right, Jason Kelsey? Yes, talking about that very guy. much Got noted Phillies fan. The guy the Phillies game. Yes, Got exactly. Got yeah, yeah. I think he plays football, too. <laughs> <laughs> Jason from Philly called in Angelo. And um <laughs> so, yeah, Jason from Philly. So Jason called called in Angelo and Angelo asked him about about with the bye week if he was worried about losing momentum. You know, six and oh, the team was playing really well. And he had, and I'm paraphrasing, but the quote was essentially, if you have to worry about momentum, you're not really a great team. And I think we saw yesterday. The Eagles are a great team. <laughs> yeah, man. They're just again, a great buddy. team. You could say that. You know, again. like we debated all offseason how good could they be? And you were right. They 
they're a juggernaut. Like real quick, just look at the top of my notes. We talked a lot about my notes coming in, Elliot and I. Yeah. I, I took a lot of notes. I'm Very top up. note. Twelve uh, and five. Not, not enough. There we go. But, Small victory lap. But I get to take a victory you lap do, yeah. because I was. I, I think I was one of like a few people in the media who said twelve wins even because yeah. it was just. Well, you're one of the few people that said it realistically for a few weeks. I re- I said Super Bowl. I'm yeah. like, we should be talking Super Bowl with this yeah. team. Like, I mean, they're, they're that good. The roster is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And to to you know keep going with the Jason Kelsey thing. Like, you have a week off, right? You go in a game. It's one o'clock. Unfamiliar opponent. Eleven point favorite. Like, these are the games you lose. Like, these are the games where we come in Monday morning and we go, you know what? It was going to happen. Yep. Steelers are talented. They have a good coach. Like, they just beat the Bucs. Right. Like, you know, they can win a game It's understandable. You're coming off the bye. A lot's going on. You know, now short week Houston. Kenny Pickett in front of his home crowd. Right. Like, there's so many reasons that you, you lose that it. game. Yep. And no instead, doubt. they just dominate. Like, yeah. and what's crazy is you look, so it's 35 to 13. If the special teams just does their job <laughs> no. on two fourth down fourth downs, then it's probably only, you know, thirty-five to three, honestly. Yeah. They probably win this game by thirty-four points. And you know, we come in each week and I said on the Go Birds uh radio that we shouldn't take these moments for granted. So I don't just want to, you know, move past the fact that this team is seven and oh, just smashed the Steelers, looked unbelievable doing it. But we come in every week and we say, Oh, this team's so great, or like, man, Jalen was so great, Nick Sirianni is so great. I don't think we've given AJ Brown proper credit. Ooh, I like this, and and it's an obvious one to do this morning. But he's unbelievable. Yeah. Like I, I wrote for my post game story. That's why you pay for premium talent. Mm-hmm. Like those, the the first touchdown catch uh, he had, not a knock on Jalen whatsoever. But the the throw he from, just threw it up. The throw from Jalen was yeah. just throw it up and see what happens, right? Which when you have AJ Brown, yeah, you, you can do. do that. Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't like a precision pass, whatever. Like the others were. The next yeah. two were I like mean, the next beautiful, two were, gorgeous dropping a bucket pass. The next, yeah, the next two we'll we'll get to those. But it, it, the AJ Brown first touchdown, like that's why you give him a deal worth up to hundred million dollars. That's why you trade a first round pick, like. The the difference in talent level between NFL players sometimes can be so small. Like we saw in 2019, guys on practice squads can come in and play. But there is like 5% of the league where it's they're just better. Like they're just better. AJ Brown is just better than 95% of players in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He's more athletic, he's better at football. He he is he has all the qualities you want in a guy where you go, I'll give you a deal that could be up to worth a hundred million dollars. Because the difference between saying, you know what, we'll go with a veteran minimum guy, or you know, this guy's had a good career, or or you know what, Zach Pascal is really, you know, those type of things. Even even someone like Alshon, who is a great Correct, football yeah. player, a you know, was the best receiver on a Super Bowl winning team, made the one of the great catches yeah. in the history of the franchise. Like, even someone like Alshon, you look at AJ and you're like, wow, that guy's like way better. He's way better. Like way better. He's way better. Like he got caught from behind yesterday, but I I thought he was gone. And even just the breakaway speed that he has at that size to get those yards, it's insane. I mean, we we've we've said it before. Like he's Terrell Owens. He's Terrell Owens. I think To was was maybe maybe a little faster in the open field. I think he was. But but like yeah. a little more a little more. And this is saying something because this is not a knock on Andrew. I mean, he's arguably the second T.O. best receiver of all time. I think I think. Yeah, I think Tio's the third bat. I think I think for me at least it's Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, yeah, Tio, right. and that's point. it. That's the three. And, yeah. and Tio is for me definitively three. Yeah, and, that's fair. I, and after Randy Moss, I would say Tio is the second most talented receiver in the history of football. Yeah, in my opinion. And you know, it's Monday morning. It's hyper. It's hyperbole time. Like AJ has that talent. You know, like maybe he's not completely Tio. It's but like he's 97% unbelievable. Of yeah, T.O. I mean, or 95% of Tio. I, I don't know. I'm sure it did come across on TV, but watching it live, 
when it, when uh, Jalen threw that ball up, I was like, oh, this is like not a good pass. Definitely came across on TV. Yeah, and and he came AJ, out of nowhere. He just like not only it. did he go up and get it, you know, when Deshaun Jackson was here, Deshaun's elite speed, right? But what also made Deshaun special was. He could track the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, he could All track time, the ball. One of yeah. the best I've ever seen. He's one seen of the best ever. When you combine the speed with it, like that, then it's game over. And that's how you get a borderline Hall of Fame player, right? AJ Brown tracking that ball on the deep pass was incredibly impressive. That wasn't like an athletic feat. That was that was like really good at playing football thing. Like you were able to look at that ball in the air, right? You have two defenders around you. You adjust to it better than they did. I mean, he kind of came back for it like a little bit. Like he stopped to kind of like make sure he could grab it. And then to go up and do it is obviously unbelievable. The the second and third touchdown catches, excellent job by him. Like the throws get the attention there, in my opinion, because they are franchise quarterback throws. Like you could not put those passes any better. Like they were two of his best throws of the season. Well, which think, is saying something because he's been great this year, but it, they were two of his best throws of the season. Yeah, and it's not quite on the level of it, but it reminded me a bit of the Nick Foles touchdown to Corey, Corey Clement. Corey Clement. I had the what, exact same thought. Like yeah. the drop like the, you're just you put it in it a in a like a yeah, essentially in like a, a six inch window. Yeah. You just put it right there where he doesn't have to move his arms and the ball just drops yeah. into his arms like that. Yeah. Now but but still Incredibly impressive catch, catch yeah, no you know, doubt. like like to no have doubt. the concentration to see the ball come over your shoulder. Defenders right there, to right hold there on, to get your feet in bounds. Well, that's like, the point. Jalen has to put it right there when a defender's right there, but you still have to have a defender like draped on yeah. you and and pull that in no and doubt. hold on to it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's 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 what like a a two or three weeks of the off season we're spent talking about, where it was like, where's the elite talent? Where's the talent that on on. You know, Saturday or Monday through weeks, Saturday. We've been talking about this for two years. How long have True, I been talking about I, blue yeah, chips? Like point. this is my blue chip yeah, thing. I mean, this is why I've always been such a. And look how he, what a freaking hero! Like a superstar, what he's done. But this two years ago, we didn't have the blue chip right. talent. Now we've got like blue chip talent all over the field. It's crazy. It's insane. I mean, uh, they have guys that Monday through Saturday, defensive coordinators really, really, really have to worry about. Miles Sanders is on pace for 11 more touchdowns than we thought he like <laughs> than he had last year, and he's like an afterthought on this offense. Yeah, it was like it was like all right, look, clean it up, Miles. We're done. Like get some get some yardage. Miles Ma- here. Sanders, I didn't check this morning, but he's like probably top six in the league in rushing yards. He had 78 he's, yards and a touchdown yesterday, and it felt like nothing. That's what I'm saying. Like, and and we're we're probably in the next two days see them trade for a running back. Mm-hmm. You know, like like think about that. Like that's that's how unbelievably talented these players are, and this is why you go out. And you pay premium talent. It's why you draft a receiver at number 10 overall, right? Like Devontae yesterday, what did he finish with? Uh, like 23 yards, 5 for 23. Okay. Not an amazing day. Not an amazing but still, day, but again, that's, as a number but that's two, the like, point. You go each day, each guys are, he's had, right. the, he had the 8 for 160 in the half, yeah, whatever. The three touchdowns. Dallas Goddard, yeah. you know, isn't, you know, had what, like 70 yards yesterday, but like they're big yards, they're first downs. Like the point is, like, they can spread the ball around. They, look, AJ hasn't had this massive game. Right, he doesn't have it ever. He could theoretically. You feel like AJ Brown could do what To did and score a touchdown yeah, every freaking game you want to, but you don't need to do that because you can throw to Dallas Goddard, you can throw to Devontae yeah. Smith, you can throw touchdowns to Zach Pascal as well, and Quez is even involved. And I know you're a huge Quez guy. Like yeah. that's the thing with this offense now. And we talked a lot about the defense versus the offense, and you know, honestly, I'm back to not knowing who's better because, like, <laughs> the, I mean, when the offense shows what it did yesterday, when the line is clicking, when, you know, obviously they can run the ball if they need to, but yeah. when they are, to your point before the season, Elliot, you came into the season saying, I want one thing from this team. Like, if pass I could just the ball. Pick, pass the ball. And when they're passing the ball like they were yesterday at that type of level, like, man, I mean, like, what do you do? What do you do? 
So when you think about the the uh, Chiefs and the and Bills, again the Steelers not great. I get that. I'm not like yeah, you know, but, but but that's what they did. They handled business against a, right. a team that's not close to them. So when I think of the Chiefs and the Bills, I think what what's scary about them for every other team in the league is even when you're your best, the Chiefs and the Bills at their best are better. Literally, that's like, what happened know, when they played each exactly, other in the playoffs right. last year. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes were both their the best you can be. Right. Mahomes came out on top. One of them lost. What what was on display yesterday was even when your defense is playing the best it can, like the coverage was good on those throws. Yeah, Jalen and AJ are just better. And I thought the Steelers offensively, like they had some play calls that were like terrific. Yeah, obviously the t- fourth down touchdown, but like just throughout the game, like when they were in, they were so talented fishing comparatively on offense, but they were like they were playing really, hard. They Chase were playing hard. They was were well coached. Played yeah. hard. Like that. Like I don't think most teams beat that Steelers team that handily. Like, they made the Steelers look worse than they played. So Mike Tomlin said something after the game, and I get you have to say it, but I think it was a little annoying. It was like, no, no, no. He said that wasn't about them. That was about us. And I just disagree. He has to say it. He has to let his guys know. I get it. I get it. Eagles were, I thought, as good as... That was, it's the exact, what that actually was the exact opposite. It wasn't about you, Mike. It was about a juggernaut that you faced that's just way better than you. The Eagles... Roster is way better. And let's like they they were outcoached. Like the, well, the I'm saying the Eagles outcoached. Well, that so that's that's where I want to go. You start with AJ, and that's totally fair, and we should. And I love the mentality of both Hertz and AJ. After AJ's like upset, he's like, I could add a fourth. I right. should have been better. It's I like, do have another AJ take but, if you if you're ready. Go for to it. Go on. for it. Yeah, then I'll get to my thing. Go okay. ahead, real quick. So I think Jalen and AJ are already one of the best quarterback wide receiver duos in the history of the franchise. Like there hasn't been a ton of great ones. Like if you go through the list. You know, Vic and Deshaun, like Jaws and, and Quick. Jaws and Carmichael. I, I think, I think really the only two that I think are legitimately, like, better are McNabb and T.O. I think that's it. Like I think when, it's a fair When Jalen plays like he did yesterday and you have A.J. Brown and how Jalen's played all year, there's just not many better. And McNabb and T.O. in their first season went to the Super Bowl together. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, that's what yeah. Jalen and, and AJ yeah. are going to do. I like, agree. Like Foles and Alshon for, for a game, a couple yeah, games. But, yeah. But, it's funny we never I, say Carson and Alshon. I, like, that well, was supposed to be the duo. I know. And Carson was great for a bit there. Yeah. Um. All right. I love that you start with AJ, and I think he deserves it. It was his, you know, biggest game as an eagle yeah. and all that. But, but you hit on the thing that was the top thing in my notes outside of my victory lap, which... Just saying. Yeah, um, no, you're right. It's what we do here. You know, sometimes. Although you, you were know, out on Sirianni for a little. Well, I'm guessing that's where you're going. I wasn't out. I just know what we did was who do you trust more? And I trusted Jalen more than Sirianni. That was it. But still, I'm not. Okay. I was never out on Sirianni. You're right. You're to right, the, you're you right. know, I, I, I thought they were going to win a 12 win team. That's a good I was point. in. Yeah. But here's the thing I want to say because I'm happy you brought up the coaching thing and I'm happy you brought I think throughout all this, and we've talked about it, you know, oh, good job by the coaching staff. I don't think we've given Nick Sirianni enough credit. Yeah. The fact that this team, and I think coming out of the bye, it is most um, just um, um, obvious and clear, but like the way he has had this team ready to freaking play every single Sunday, Sunday night, Monday, I'm sure they'll be ready on Thursday night. Like I, I remember putting myself back, and I'm getting chills thinking about it because like getting to, to talk about the 2017 run as it mm-hmm. happened was one of the great joys of my career. Great joys of my life, got the yeah. WIP all that stuff. And I remember all season long talking about Doug and just saying how impressed I was that these guys were so ready. Yeah. Every game, they jumped on people. They got out in front. They were the team that when the whistle blew, they were the ones who were ready to play. And I thought that was such an impressive coaching feat. And I think it's something that I always look for in great, greatly coached teams is those teams always show up. They're always ready. They might get beat. Things might not go their yeah. way in a day. 
but it's never because they weren't freaking ready to play. It's never those Doug teams after the Super Bowl. And we just sit here and be oh like, Oh my god, every week. Down 17 yeah, nothing, up, started slow again. Yeah. Like, didn't look ready to play. And it was so frustrating. Like, this team never does that. They never do that. And Sirianni, obviously, we've given him so much credit and deservedly so for the culture he has built there. And Jalen and him deserve a lot of credit, both the fact that I was just talking about, the fact that both Jalen and AJ after the game yesterday are saying, yeah, we could be better. We should be yeah. better. Like Jalen, just like never satisfied ever. Like he could, I feel like he could break Foles' seven touchdown record in a game. And be like, yeah, well, really could have had ten touchdowns. Yeah, you know, it's like and- like that's their mentality, and I think that comes from Sirianni too. I know it's Jalen, but but we've given him a lot of credit for the culture. I don't think we've given Nick enough credit for the actual coaching for the the, the job he is doing, getting these Good guys point. ready, designing the offense, watching the defense, being on top of his coaches outside of special teams, which we'll get to, like. Nick Sirianni has done a masterclass of head coaching in the NFL so far this season. I mean, he's he's an unbelievable head coach. He's just an unbelievable head coach. And props to Jeffrey Lurie for hiring him. Mm-hmm. You know, like yet just, again, right? Yeah, like we like, always say. I guess Jeffrey knows what he's doing. He's hiring so good coaches. at hiring head coaches, he's, especially like he's so good at finding coaches. Yeah, like he's so good. Like at, none of them has been. I mean, the, the reason one. I, the reason I brought this up, I meant to say this in my notes, and I put it lower down in my notes. I forgot to bring it up. But like the reason I I thought about this a lot yesterday, and it's a pretty obvious one. And hand up. Like watching what Josh McDaniels is doing in in Oakland oh or God. Las Vegas, excuse me, and and seeing and thinking about the fact that those were the final two, at least to us that we knew it was like Nick or McDaniels. Oh, gotta take McDaniels. Like, like thank God, thank God, thank God, well, Jeffrey, thank God. This could be a good like lesson for us moving forward as we talk about various Eagles possibilities and decisions. Is I think there probably was a point of the offseason where both of us would agreed on the pod to take Mike McDaniels and Russell Wilson over Nick and Jalen, mm-hmm. right? It would have been wrong. Even though I was never, Russell was the one I never really like. Right. I got it, but I didn't want Russell Wilson. Yeah. But like Mike McDaniel, sure, you could have given me. I like my, I, I still think he's a really good coach. Like, yeah. You know, but, but yeah, sure. I just think there's something so valuable in having people that are motivated. And I think it's in all, all walks of life. But like when you have a head coach and a quarterback that have been doubted so much and won it so bad, it's impossible for the roster not to get that way. Like, so I walk into the locker room last night after the game, right? They win 35 to 13. They're 7 and 0. The entire locker room almost is on bikes and heating pads getting ready for Thursday. Like to your point, like your veterans, like you know, I mean, well not all of them, but like you it would have been acceptable to be like, "You know what? I'll do that Monday morning." Of course. You know, like 100% Brandon Graham's on a bike. Like yeah, Boston Graham's Scott's 34 get... years old and uh, tours Achilles last year. He's like, let's go. Exactly. Like, and like, I think that comes from Nick totally, and Jalen. Totally. And I don't want to discredit and, the and players. And Kelsey, too. I yeah, do all think those guys, right? I think the veterans set the tone, too, because those are the type of, BG, those are the type of guys they are. Right. But I agree. This comes from the top. And I think sometimes Jalen's whole thing after the game where he goes, oh, I could have been better. Like, I believe it, and I'm not saying it's fake. I think, like, after seven games, it sometimes rings a little, not hollow. That's I think not, it's just his mentality. But, yeah. but then I see a Zach Wilson quote yesterday where the Jets lose. He was terrible. And they asked him, was that loss on you? And he said no. Jeez. Like, Jalen would never say that. Jalen would, they, oh, my God. And it, it wasn't the Jaylen whole quote. Jalen could have but, been brilliant, and they lose the game and be like, that was my fault. Yeah, 100%. Jalen would never in a million years. Now, there was a, there was more to the quote, but he said the loss was not on him. And, like, Jalen would never say that. And it just matters, man. Like, I was going back and looking at his draft class, and it was a great draft class. So I I was yeah, hoping I mean, I'd be able to say he was the best well, one. Well, it's Burrow, Tua, and yeah, Herbert are all I in mean, that class. It's nuts. But he's right there. Yeah, he oh, he's absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, look, if, 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 if he is the the favorite of those four to win the MVP this year. And, and I think there was points of Jalen's uh, time with Philly where it was, and you said this a lot, like, he'll get everything out of him he can get. 
Now I think we can say pretty definitively, everything Jalen can get is top five quarterback play. Yeah. Like he can do it all. He can do it all. He's you don't throw four touchdowns, right no interceptions. He is a top five quarterback in the NFL right, right now. now. Yeah. Now maintaining it is He's, really of hard. Course, and, he's seven games. He has to right. totally. We've seen guys have flashes and all that, but like right now he's a top five quarterback. When he, now. When he plays at his best, he can outgun Mahomes and Allen. And that's not something we would have <laughs> said. I mean, it's you're true. Right. You're, it, of course it's, it's true. true, right? And yeah. to, to get back to your point, because I don't want to to um, move on from it. I think you're right that Sirianni as an X's and O's guy doesn't get enough credit. Mm-hmm. I saw uh, a stat yesterday, uh, the Eagles sent it out, that Sirianni is the s- first coach to have his team start 7-0 and within their first two years of being a head coach, right? So either his first or second year, start 7-0. and The wow. last coach to do that is Sean McVay. Wow. And, you know, when we were talking about what type of head coach do you want, blah, blah, blah. I said it pretty consistently. I think you did as well. You were a little more leader of men, but my, my thing Which, was— Which, by the way— Yeah, no, Nick. he is that. You yeah. were right about that. Yeah. But I, my thing was, like, go get the Sean McVay. Go get the Kyle Shanahan. Like, Sirianni's there with Well, them. I think what he is, no— His I think, offenses are way better I, this year. I, 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 I think he's great, X knows, but I think the thing is they found the guy who's the perfect blend of what we're talking about. Right. Like, neither of us were exactly right. We were both right. Right. You want the guy who can— be the X's and O genius, or at least understand the X's and O's enough, enough to to, yeah. to create a, a, a dynamic offense, to play to his players' talents and stuff. And that's the key. It's like not just the X's and O's parts, the how do the X's and O's relate to the actual players I have in my yeah. team, and do I change those when the team players change and all that? But he's also got this culture leader of men thing where people follow him, people believe in him. He's going to fight for them. He's got the fire, the competitive, like all of it. Like I think what is with Sirianni is he is like actually the perfect blend of of the qualities we both thought were most important in a head coach. I mean, dude, like Bill Belichick. This is why I said I wouldn't want Bill Belichick if I was starting a new team. But Bill Belichick has a moment this year where a special, like a special teams guy, makes a big play, goes up, wants to give the ball to him, and Bill Belichick looked like. He literally could care less about that, right? Mm-hmm. Nick Sirianni yesterday is sitting at the podium with his two kids. Oh my god, dude! They're like I, laughing I, with it was each so other. Adorable. He's like, you know, scolding them in a nice way, like stop making them laugh. And then they're both sitting there, like trying not to. And I was just sitting there thinking, like, like who is this guy? I was like, thinking family on three, man. It's it's insane. Family on three, one, two, three, family. It, like I'm just sitting there. I'm like, that's that's this it's guy. It's insane. That's this guy. And you know, he's talking about, and I've said it before. Like I think his ability to mention people in his answers is so important. You know, just. I asked him yesterday about... Uh, He's the, a great credit giver. Yeah, and that matters. I think it matters a matters. lot. Everyone wants to hear both, credit. We're, we're, we're freaking attaboy guys. Yes, like, 100%. Come tell us we're doing a good job. We're going to run through a wall for exactly. you. Yell at me. I might not. You yeah. know, and there's different people, different things. Some people you need to yell. It's all about knowing right. how to manage the people, but... He's amazing at giving credit. I mean, amazing. I, I asked him, like, what things from the bye week that you worked on did you see in today's game? And, of course, he didn't say it for a competitive advantage. But he probably named 12 employees. Like, the person that cuts the tape. the uh, Like, the not the medical tape. Like, the, the film. Yeah, the film. Yeah, yeah like, the, the um, sports and science guys. Like, all these people. And I'm thinking, like, if you're someone that is in a dark film room during the bye oh, week. Man. No one knows who you are. You know, and, and like the head coach. And Nick says it there, like, A, it matters, but it also feels like you're getting noticed. And, like, and you're going to do your job even harder and better. Yeah. You're, you're never gonna you're never gonna like not give it your all. You're never right. gonna work harder. Like all that stuff. Like it is a little thing, but whenever we do shows, I always mention the producers. I always mention the people yeah. on site because it's like that matters. The show doesn't happen without them. Yeah. Like you need all those people working together to make something work. And you're right, man, for a head coach to think to credit someone like that. Like you don't see that too often. And to get to the X's and O's though, last year during the bye week, I think they were two and 
three or two and four going into the bye. Oh, yeah, they, they had the uh, even earlier one last year. Yeah, they period. go into Las Vegas, and they came out. They lost the game, but they came out running the ball, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, until Miles got hurt. Yeah, until Miles got hurt. Yeah, and they then were, obviously they were running from Detroit really well, on. The whole, yeah, they were crushing that right? early, yep. So last year their biggest problem was, like, the offense wasn't clicking. They weren't scoring points. They go out during the bye week, and they say, you know what? We have to be a running team. This year, I guess the biggest problem was the second-half points. They go out and they score touchdowns on two of their— You know, so, like, when it comes to fixing problems, he's so good at it. The penalties last year were a huge problem. They went from being one of the most penalized teams in league history to, like, almost never getting penalized late in the year, right? This year, the second-half points thing. We can debate how big of an issue it was, but it was certainly something he was aware of, certainly something people are concerned about. They come in, the, fir- the first chance they had to really like sit down and get like an extended look, they come out, they score a touchdown on their first possession, and they score a touchdown on their third possession of the second half. So, you know, when you look back at, at two, two things. One, he's a great X's and O's guy, and I don't want to gloss over that because I think it's a great point by you, and there's real physical ways you can look at it. Like the Zach Pascal touchdown, the the – the everyone's looking at Goddard, Pascal's wide open, right? Like there's time and time again where I think you see really good play calls from him. And, and it's incredibly impressive. But when you look back at the 2017 team, this is when like this time of the year is when they started to go on their run. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the beginning yeah, the of Carolina like, game made them what five and one was it? Four yeah. one, five and one. It was though it was right there where you're like, whoa. And then they started rattling. And they, and they beat Dallas. Washington. They and routed, they, yeah. And they routed Arizona and they routed Denver, Denver. and they just like went on this run of just beating the Chicago like they just beat the crap out of teams yeah and I think this is the beginning of like the real ride you know like they're better in their first seven games than that 2017 team was but I think this is the beginning of like seeing how good this team could be AJ Brown said after the game yesterday uh you know when he was asked when will when will you know if you played a full game like a complete game and he said when we play a full game the the world will know <laughs> like, like you know like i couldn't tweet it fast enough <laughs> like yeah. it's an amazing quote um and i think he's right like when this team plays a complete game they might win like 50 to 7 yeah well and just the idea that again i go back to that mentality i go back to that and and the Zach Wilson quote is a perfect you know opposite end of it a dichotomy yeah. of of where like they lose and this guy's saying stuff like that and trying to you know, get credit off him or blame right. off him or whatever. And the Eagles go out and, like, dominate a Steelers team. At no point in that game yesterday did anyone watching that game in that stadium think there was a 1% chance the Steelers were going to win that football game or even be close yeah. in that football game. It was just a dominant showing. And for them, every time this stuff happens, for it not just to be Jalen saying this, but the message permeating through the whole team of, like, we could be better. I mean, AJ this Brown. This isn't our best. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. AJ Brown says he's disappointed. Like, his yes, top thing was he's disappointed to get caught. Are you, you serious, know? dude? Yeah. Like, and it's almost hard for me to believe. You 156 but, and three touchdowns. But I guess it was one of those things where if you say it enough, you yes, know? Yes. But like, that, that's my point is it's their mentality. Right. They, no matter, I, I even believe if they win 50 to seven, they're going to come in and be like, 100%. well, we could have won 65 to seven. You know, like, that's just the way they I, look at this. And that's like, that's amazing to to it never be good enough to always want more when you're this good is like right. that's the stuff of greatness Elliot. Yeah. Like and they still have a long way to go, but like they they have the right mentality to be a truly great team. I've thought often like what will Jalen say if they win the Super Bowl? <laughs> you know, like it'll be better next year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, twenty twenty three twenty twenty three begins today. Yep, like you're I you right. know, I think that's to get honestly what he'll say. I know, I know. Like I know, he'll like, we'll celebrate this one till the parade and then we move on. Like <laughs> I think that's what he'll say. Um I know. Yeah, I mean it was 
I mean, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. Like they just handle business every week. It, it's they're. I don't think you want to move on to the defense. I don't even know what. Yeah, I, well, I, I want to get just real quick with the defense because one thing in particular. And look, they were great yesterday. It was not a you know look. Kenny Pickett's not ready right I now. Li- I like him in the long run. I do not. But okay. regardless, like yeah, he you know can can make a couple plays here and there. He can move a little bit, but like. You know, just completely fooled yesterday. The yeah. whole, the whole, you know, they, they, the Steelers' offensive line was literally no match for the Eagles. Well, they have yesterday. a bad offensive. They have a ho- one of which the worst is surprising in football. when you consider one the of the worst Tomlin. in football. Yeah, yeah, and the style of football they want to play and all that. But the thing I want to mention, and we saw it again yesterday, a couple more times. Like every year, every year, if you want to look at a stat, and the best teams in football are always the best teams in that stat, it's turnover differential. Yeah. They are a plus fourteen. <laughs> yeah. pu- that's they're averaging more than two turnovers per game yeah. over their competition. And obviously part of that is Jalen and the offense is well, big, unbelievable. A big yeah, a big part of it. Well, two turnovers in seven it's an games. Unbelievable that's- job the way they protect the football, but it's also coinciding with a defense that is opportunistic, that takes the ball away, that forces yeah. turnovers, that gets in there. Um like this is the type of thing, like, this is the exact type of defense you want paired with this offense. Like, it's we, we are talking a lot about the offense saying we should, but, man, if this defense, and, again, I know there's some luck involved with turnovers and all that, but a lot of the turnovers they have, yes, there are a few bad quarterback decisions on, but a lot of it just feels forced. A lot of it's them making yeah. these plays happen. Well, a couple things. One, like, my new favorite stat, I, like, want to get it on a sweatshirt or something, is the Eagles so far this season – have forced 16 turnovers and allowed 15 touchdowns. It's amazing. They're, it's again, stat. I'll say it on each week. Stat. Each week I'll say it and be equally amazed. They're more likely when they take the field to take the ball away than they are to allow I mean, it's a touchdown. Crazy. It's crazy. It's insane. It's and insane. I think that the players obviously get a lot of credit for it. Like Hassan Reddick, I don't think he, he didn't he's have a— He's been awesome. He's been awesome. And awesome. His, his ability to, to think about hitting the football when he gets to the yes. quarterback I think is impressive. It's part of what he does. They hit Pickett hard yesterday. Yeah. Like, when they got a chance to hit him, they hit him really hard. And I think the cornerbacks, obviously, Slay and Bradbury, are so clearly the top two duo in the NFL. It's and Maddox is great, too. You know, he's ba- seen him back. He's great. Well, I think Maddox, I was debating this yesterday in the press box with people, like, is he a top five player on this defense? And he's pr- probably not, but... I get your point. He's really, only, really but good. Only because there's so many good right. guys. Like Kaiser White's making plays out. I mean, we 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 don't talk about we talk about we mention his name. I mean, the once tackling in a while. is insane. Kaiser White just makes plays position. every freaking yeah. week. TJ Edwards makes plays every week. Like CJ GJ is making plays. Another like, interception yesterday. I know. He has in three straight like, games. All these guys, Marcus Epps, we mentioned a few pods ago. Like, yeah. It's it's crazy how all these guys have come together and they are playing. They. Like the talk about 2017 vibes wise, like the defense feels 2017 ish in the way they play, the way they turn the ball over, the way they celebrate yeah. together, the vibe of the defense. 100%. Yeah. And I think that with turnovers, sometimes like the defensive coordinator doesn't get credit for them and the players deserve a ton of credit for them. But when you talk about like why does Gannon have his players play off? Like wh- why, why are they not up on the line every single play? Why are they not pressing? Why are they not blitzing? Because when you drop back, you can see more of the field, right? And when you're dropping back and you're you're not right up on your receiver, you can read the quarterback's eyes. You can make jumps on the ball. And it's working. Like, it's working. His defensive scheme for all the, you know, the, the criticism it takes, some fair, some unfair, whatever, his scheme is a big reason this team is number one in the league in turnovers. Mm-hmm. And again, we talk about fixing problems. Like, we, we talk about on the offensive side of the ball with the penalties, the second half scoring, like, whatever. On the defensive side of the ball, 
their arguably two biggest issues last year were pressure and turnovers. And this year, they already have as many sacks as they all, 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 did all of last year. They have wow. 23. They had 29 wow. last year. And they have 16 turnovers in seven games. I mean, well, I don't know. What else could you point to to correcting problems? Like, I mean, they're cl- averaging more than two turnovers a game. That's insane. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think that when you point about, like, reasons this season could, like, you know, slip or whatever, it might be unrealistic to expect the turnover thing to keep up? Uh, well, again, that, yes, it is. Again, there's a flukiness. Now, to maybe that not, means they win but it 21 does feel like they, of- It does feel like they're forcing them more than getting them, which I do think matters. And, look, we've talked about it, and we'll get to Jordan Davis. I think that, you know, the biggest thing you worry about is injuries because they have— been remarkably healthy. Yeah, I liked pulling the guys. Late. Yeah, of course you're playing on yeah. Thursday night, you know, but but with the Jordan Davis thing, that's the kind of stuff, and that's the f- first, and it's, you know, high ankle sprain, we'll see what happens, you know, you hope a big guy, it's a little nerve-wracking, but yeah. that he can be back and make a difference at some point in the season, but, like, they, we don't have those guys. There have not been, you know, loss for the season, this and that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's the type of stuff where we need to be concerned, and they have depth, and it's all good, and they've been great about it. They've been remarkably healthy, but, you know, I, Outside of that, like, I don't – yeah, the turnover thing, I guess. I don't know. No, well, I mean, the schedule hasn't been super tough, but, you know, they're beating the crap out of teams. So, it's like, I don't know, you know? Well, and I think that uh, another difference is in 2019 when they made the run late, first of all, the wins weren't impressive, obviously. But they were also doing it with guys where it's like, oh, my God, Greg Ward caught a game-winning touchdown. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this other random receiver did something. Like, Boston Scott, maybe – like, the guys that are making plays for them now – are like top three at their position. Mm-hmm. You know, like Darius Slay, top three cornerback. Bradbury, playing probably like a top ten quarterback. Jalen is the one of the better best quarterbacks in the NFL. AJ, like you can go across the board. So the guys that are making plays, like it's hard to keep up for sure this rate. But it, it's like saying like, well, LeBron's not going to average 28 points. It's like, well, he might because he's LeBron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I, I think that keeping it up at plus 14, and what's crazy about the offensive side of the ball is, they don't even come close to turning it over. I mean, have they have they fumbled it all year? Um, I really don't think they have. I don't think a, I don't think a running back has. There might have been a, a fumbled that's snap. A great point. I'm trying to think. I mean, there might have been. I think there was a fumbled snap. There's a fumble yes, snap, which isn't they, really they got a fumble, on it. But, but yeah, um, but they, I can't think of any. I mean, no, I'm not, sure there's not like of, it gets popped out. I'm of sure there might have been one time it popped out. And we're not thinking of it because they recovered it. But but I can't think of it. I really don't it's think really they have. Good, yeah. I don't think they've lost a fumble. I'll, I'll try to look this no, up. No, because Jalen has two picks, and that's the only two turnovers. Right, yeah. So, yeah, so they haven't. And, and even Jalen, and even Jalen, you know, I was talking to somebody about this before the game. How many times has he even thrown an interceptable pass? Yeah, I think there's probably like two Four? or th- two. Yeah, I was going to say three. And that's that, if you include yeah. the Gainwell one, which is not really an interceptable pass. Like, it was a poor play. Well, I think there are probably like two or three that he got lucky on this year. I remember yeah. a couple where he threw One it against Arizona, he yep, got yep, lucky yep, yep, yep. on. Yep, there's for sure. The Jacksonville one, But obviously. not many. Not, Not many. many. And he's throwing it way more than he used to. Yep. I mean, how many times did he throw yesterday? I'm looking, he threw it uh, 28 times yesterday. Yeah. And that feels low for, like, you know. So they're incredibly smart with the football. And I think that comes from Jalen as well. Like, when your quarterback is Carson Wentz, and with where he's at in his career, I feel bad dunking on the guy. But where he's at, like, when your quarterback is reckless with the football, it, it's hard to then look at the receiver and go, like, oh, you got to be smart with that. It's like, bro, you're the one throwing it up with your left hand, like, four times a game. But Jalen doesn't even come close to turning the ball over. So another really good example of how they're extremely well coached. And, you know, could all of a sudden he get reckless? I guess. But he wasn't reckless even last year. He's Remember? never been reckless. That's right. never been his thing. He's too smart with it. He's always makes smart decisions. That's never going to be the problem. Yeah, I mean, last year 
it was why is he not throwing as many interceptions and it was well he's not throwing it as much. I don't think that was it. I think he's just he doesn't put the ball in harm's way. Even last year, if you think about it, would he end with six interceptions, six or seven? Seven. Four of them came in one game where yeah. he just snowballed on him, which very rarely happens. So, yeah, I mean when you're when you're turning it when you're forcing two turnovers a game and you're not turning it over pretty much ever. Guess what? Like you're gonna be pretty good. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a great point, and uh, I think the Jalen thing is is real. I don't think that's a fluky thing. I think, you know, he just cares about the football, and he and he values the the you know values the football, yeah. so to speak, and well, values not making mistakes with it. One more thing I want to make sure to say is I started talking the pod talking about how like that's why you pay for AJ Brown, like that's why you pay for AJ Brown. Yesterday was that's why you pay Jalen forty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Like the throws to AJ, if I'm his agent. I mean, I'm reckless with money. I can't even imagine the money I'd be spending knowing what you're going to make off of Jalen, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, if I was watching Jalen make that throw, those stories yesterday, I'd, like, go finance a car because I'm like, I'm going to make $4 million mm-hmm. off this guy this offseason. Yeah, and look, he's going to deserve it. Uh, he know? deserves every penny of it. Dude, again, and that's just the talent we're talking about. Like, again, it's the it's everything. It's the offense. You want to guess the what? mentality. It's the, the smarts. Like, it's just everything. So, I was looking it up during the game. He's who you invest in. Yeah, he's 100, 100. If you don't give him $40 million, then who do you who give you it to? Inv- he is the perfect right. person you invest in. Like, this, he's not the guy you make play out the fourth year of his No. Day. He's just no. not. And he's not the guy you worry about once you pay him, him not working hard. And all. Like, this is like, this is so the perfect guy. To you know what's crazy about, about Howie? So, during the game yesterday, I'm thinking, man, Jalen's making himself a lot of money today. So I went up and I looked. AJ and Jalen this year have a combined. I saw you tweet this. This is unbelievable. $7 million. Right. And so I was thinking, like, unbelievable. And I'm thinking, man, it's really going to go up. First of all, AJ's cap hit this year, I think, is like $6 million. Right. And then, uh, and he got a four, keep that in mind, everyone. He got a four year, $100 million deal. deal, And his cap hit the first year is $6 million. So when when people say, like, they can't re sign Bradbury, like, they'll figure it out, I believe. Right. Um, Dave Spadaro made a good point before the game yesterday. When's the last time the Eagles really wanted to sign someone in their own building and didn't get it done? It's a great point. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's other guys like who yeah. are, like Byron Jones they wanted, but he never played yeah, yeah, here. Like, sure. no, it's but um so AJ's cap hit this year is like six million dollars, and Jalen's is only a million, a one point two. And so I said to myself, Well, wow, that's really gonna go up next year. AJ's cap hit next year is seven million dollars. So weird. The NFL's crazy. <laughs> and then the next year, it's like 18. I the guarantee you, it'll crazy. never actually end up the being NFL 18. The NFL is crazy. And so, on one hand, I'm like, look, you're going to end up paying, paying Jalen big money. We've been over this before. All the free agents, the coaches that might leave, the Jalen deal, whatever. Like, This is the year to do it, for sure, and I'm not glossing over that. But at the same time, if the Eagles are just going to keep paying for premium talent, then yeah, like they are going to be pretty good. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, all right, uh, real quick before we get out of here, the special teams thing, just to mention it, so like the third fake punt, I think they um, failed at. Obviously, the game didn't matter, but but if they were playing a better team. It was a simple one. Yeah, they and that's, that's the, the exact kind of play that like can swing a game. Like Obviously, yesterday was not going to, but like you know, a closer game against a better team, they yeah, get a fake punt like that. You can't that. give Mahomes and Josh Allen extra exactly, possession. Exactly. Like, so where's your left? And look, the, the throughout, you know, special teams, you know, Covey isn't, Dropping the ball, which is good, but certainly not a dynamic returner. He's like safe, whatever. But like yeah. across the board, Zach McPherson did make a, an amazing. Yeah, it was a very dive. good play. It was a great yeah. play. But on the whole, we know that if we're looking for a weakness in this team, it's been that. Where you at with that, and and the coaching, especially on the special teams side. Yeah, I'm almost at a point where I can't think about it because I don't think there's it's like a, so hard to care about. Yeah, because they're well, so good, it's just or? it's not that. It's like I don't think there's a way to fix it in season. Yeah, <laughs> like excuse me. 
I don't think we joke about it, but like I don't think you can trade for three guys who are really good at special right. teams, agree, right? Yeah. So so the players are who they are. And the coach is who he is at this though. point. Like, I mean, you but, 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 fake punts. Like, but, that's but, like, coaching. honestly, man, he might not be able to do it. Well, then, then fire like, him. But, but you're not going to fire him in season. I get it. But, like, then, then, then Nick, go over there and help out maybe, or whatever. Maybe that's you know? the answer. I don't know what it maybe is. Maybe it but... is, like, Nick has to get more involved. That, that could, and I, I saw, um, I wasn't able to go to, go to practice this week because Kingsley was busy costing me mm-hmm. a fortune. But, like, I saw a picture, uh, I saw a picture of Nick, um, watching punt returns, right? And, you know, he's involved in all parts. But like, who knows? Maybe he is going to put his, you know, Good. he's going to get more involved in that. But I think at this point, it's a problem that you just you have just to hope, hope doesn't bite them at the wrong time. Like, yeah. it, But it's true. Like, I mean, even Brandon Graham yesterday got penalized. Yep. And I, I wouldn't even know why he's out there on special teams. Yeah, it makes but, no sense. But, but if Brandon Graham, who's like, you know, a you know, 12-year veteran or whatever. That's on Brandon. He's got to know It's on better. Brandon, 100%. Know it, but that, I think, is a indicative a thing of, like, it's not – it's it's going to be hard to correct. Now we said earlier in the pod that Nick's been really good at correcting problems, mm-hmm. and Gannon has been. But like, look at the jumps we've seen from Nick year one to year two, Gannon year one no to year doubt. two, Jalen no year one to year two, Michael Clay. This is his second year. Yeah, he's the only one who hasn't making that and jump. Yep. It's going to be an interesting test for Nick, and this is maybe a bit extreme, but I don't no, know if you're it is right. anymore. Firing coach potentially, and and like let's be honest, like a friend. Yeah, you know, I know they didn't. I don't think they knew each other before they got but here. The but the way Nick is, if you yeah, work with Nick, you're his Nick, friend. Nick is, yeah. you know, I think it's going to be a good time for like let Howie be the bad guy. Yeah, this is interesting. I think it's a really good. Point but for you. in terms of special teams, like I don't know what the. And look, they're not the worst special teams in football, but it is something where it's, you know, a concern. And, you know, we've seen some long returns. We've seen some stuff where it's like, again, when they play a better team with a great quarterback, yeah. potentially, that's the kind of stuff. Like, if we're looking for You can't for give reasons, them two extra possessions. Yeah, if we're look again, and, and it is nitpicky. It is. And, and it, is it going to kill them on Thursday night against Houston? I don't think so. You know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're talking about this team being potentially great. We're talking about this team as a, a Super Bowl winning right. contender like as we should they're the only undefeated team in the league they're they're moving along towards the one seed we should talk about them as a super bowl winning team like a chance to win the super bowl these are the kind of things you talk about when you get to that level of a team right. and you talk about like the full team that's the kind of thing where i'm uh, if i'm looking for something that scares me that, that's all i can come i mean up with. we're to piggyback a little bit quickly off that we're talking about a team that could be involved in a defensive battle with the 49ers in the conference championship. Yep. You can't give them extra a possession. Point. A team that's going to try to outshoot Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. You can't give them extra possessions. Even the Steelers yesterday turned these two extra possessions into 10 points. Yep. It's 14 points versus another, if not 16 if they go for two, right? So, yeah, I mean, it's it like it's easy to gloss over and we end every pod with it. it it's going to end up it's going to cost them a game. It's just a matter of how big of a game it costs them. Yeah, it's a great way Unless to they it. get really lucky, and maybe they will, considering they're a Philly sports yeah, team. Yeah, right yeah. now, why not? <laughs> yeah. Shout, congratulations, buddy. Thank as you. the number one union influencer out there. I don't think it's close. Very happy for you. Yeah. Big win you. last night. Big so champion. When, so when's the union champion? Next Saturday at 4 o'clock. Oh, buddy. In a, L.A. What a week we got right coming up. Right off of Go Birds. What a week we got coming up. It's yeah. Be, it could be a game seven for the Phillies that night if it goes to I seven. Know. That would be the seven. Well, think about it. The, the Philly could win two championships in the next six days. And you have two Eagles wins in there, too. Yeah. Be yeah it would be the best night. week in Philly sports history. Yeah, without a doubt. You want to come maybe, up with another one, maybe? two championships in my life, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. With you. Uh, all right. Uh, last thing for me. Oh, and speaking of the other team, shout out to the Phillies chance yesterday at the Eagles games. That was super awesome, especially yes. with all the, we've all been there, all the I know, Eagles chance at Phillies yeah. games when they stink and all that. Like, it is very cool for me because it hasn't always been this way in my life. 
to see all the teams love each other and Jason Kelsey in a Phillies jersey doing his thing after. Like, all that stuff. Yeah. Like, I am just, I can't get it. For also, me, this is, like, my favorite. Like, give me more. So, you wa- obviously you watched it on TV. Did, did they show Mike Trout on TV? They did. Okay. Didn't show him on the Jumbotron. Ooh, so, I like to think. I like go- that. Yeah. Here's, what I think, here's what I think Mike Trout should have to do. Mike Trout should have to go to the World Series game. Well, yeah. But no one can say they know him. That's funny. He has to sit somewhere, no Jumbotron. Well, I'll bet you he's going to be on. If I had to bet, I'll bet you he's there with the commissioner or something. And it's like, hey, look at baseball. Run Mike Trout. I'm going to be Amber. pretty That's mad. That's my prediction. I'm going to be pretty mad if that happens. I think he needs to. He, it's like he needs a child. To be the anonymous that, thing he, he wanted to be. He needs to see the the era of his ways. Love that. Yeah. That, I don't take. know why it works me up so much. But, but I, I I like that it does. It yeah. shows that 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 Thank bite you. that I want to see. Thank you. Um, last thing for me, because uh, you were not watching the broadcast. I'm sure you know this already, but Jim Nance said this during the broadcast yesterday, and it was just, you talked about your favorite stat. Like, this is mine. Uh, the Eagles have not trailed in the second half of a football game this season. I mean, dude, they've been up 14 points but every game. They've like, not trailed in yeah. the second half. They have not trailed that is wild. in the second half of a football game this season. That like, is that wild. Is, Astounding, man. Yeah, like the the level we I don't think we've done enough to just kind of say wow, like the level of dominance they're playing with right now is pretty so special. I agree that maybe we haven't done enough. And they're not like look, they're and not part the best of me, like, we've I ever seen. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Like they're not like even like you know the they uh, yes yeah like yeah, they're not like the so I would still pick the Bills or the Chiefs I, if I had to. Like I still think they're better. Like they still should be the Super Bowl favorite over the Eagles. But then I'd pick the Eagles. I think I would. I would like maybe I, I would pick the Bills. I don't know if I'd pick. The yeah, Chiefs I'm not 100 on the Chiefs because because yeah, I think the, the Eagles and Bills have like something going. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Chiefs do. That's a good and take. It, like I, good take. Look, they're obviously very good. So it's you know yeah. it is what it is. Um, try to think. If there's anything else? I mean, I think you did the Jordan Davis thing. I think our opinion yeah, on it's pretty much look, the same. Yeah, we don't have much like, to say. If I think it's pretty bad. Like a it's high a ankle sprain on a big dude is you know it's we'll bad. see. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think you can count on him to be a factor again this season. We'll I, see. I think that's I think the best be way bad, to put it. But I don't know what he'll be. Anything you get from him here on out is, you know, icing on the cake. Which is a shame because he was He was playing better. He was playing he was better. using him in four, four yeah. down sets and yeah. stuff. It's you know shame. how much we love talking about four down that's versus five do down here. sets. Yeah. You know, so. It's a big one for us. Um, yeah. Man, it was so funny yesterday. And obviously, I love all the beat writers. But he goes in on a four down set. And everyone's like, tweeting everyone's it. Like, it's he's like, in. It's like he's oh, in. he's in on a four down set. Oh like, finally. It's like, all right. And I, I know it matters because he's going it to. It does. It does. It I get does. it. That's the that. job and it does matter. But I agree yes. with you. It was fun. It's, I always find those ones funny when it's something like that and it's everyone in the timeline. I know. And it's like 15 Eagles beat reporters saying the same thing. They to me. All and it's like, so oh, much. this is like, every, yeah. this is a thing, right? Yeah. This is look at this football guy tweet. I love it. Yeah. It's great. It is a football guy tweet. That's for sure. Um, that's all I got. I think it might be all I have. Too. Undefeated team. I, I mean, don't know look, how we even went forty-five minutes. Like I felt like this was gonna be like thirty minutes of just like they're awesome. What else do we say? And yes. so like, that's how, you know. I have to pay my meter. Yeah. Oh yeah, pay your meter. Yeah. Two so, minutes, right in time. I've been living in this. What is it? Six. This one right here, I think. Um, I've gotten no tickets in the full full year I've lived here. I've gotten two in the last like two weeks. Yeah. So pay- and let me tell you, it is no fun to pay a parking ticket. It feels like money being stolen out of my pocket. Oh, it's the worst. It's just like, just money gone. Yeah, just gone. Yeah, I'm it's right like, there with you. You know, it's like I could, let's say one because night. Because it was so avoidable too. Well, so it's like, you know, me and Kristen are sitting home. It's like, oh, should we order out? Should we not? Like, I don't know. We should spend the money. And then it's like, well, there's $35 just robbed from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's brutal. Um, I mean, I don't want to force it, but I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Offense amazing, defense amazing, obviously special teams. 
We will have a Houston pot out sooner. Yeah. Or Thursday night, obviously. I think it could game. be a bit of a tricky game, like short Thursday week. Thursday night on the road, opponent. you never know. Yeah. Uh, hard to get up for a Houston team. This will be a real test of how, because they're coming off the bye, they're at home, the Steelers are still in state, they're still the I don't Steelers. Think Houston's coming off. Oh, sorry, you know my what I'm bad, saying yeah. For this past week, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying like them going on the road against Houston, this will be a real test. Like, look, I think they're just more talented that they might not even need to get up and they could they can win the game. But if they come out and romp, that's a... This team motivates themselves. 100%. This team, it doesn't matter who they're playing. They're going to show up every game type of feel to the team. So I do think it's an interesting game from um, perspective. And also, Jalen going back to Houston. First time he's ever played in that stadium, which he said oh, means a lot to him. Yeah. He's going back 7-0, and NFL MVP candidate. Like, Love it. You know, we'll see. I don't, think he'll, I don't think he'll let it snowball on himself, but we'll just see. So. And the Giants lost yesterday. Yeah. Beautiful thing. Finally. All right, yes. you got any final thoughts? No. Me neither. Eagles are seven and zero. What else are we gonna say? Yeah, game on Thursday. We'll be back. This we'll be week. back. Seven and zero. He's Elliot James.